Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time at me, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramus Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with Tony McKinnon on a pretty nice um, um, November day. Pretty awesome for November. Yeah, I guess the, the high is like 60, uh, 72, according to my watch right now, which is... 10 or 12 degrees that's that's hotter than the weatherman predicted yeah it was supposed to be 68 i think false prophet yeah but (laughs) we should sell them hey i'm I'm okay because you know i i have this philosophy that every day should be like 70 degrees you know i don't care if it's december january whatever it might be 70 degrees i prefer the 60s yeah why uh, 70s is too hot. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to welcome everyone here to the podcast. Um, and we'd love to connect with you. If you want to send us an, an email, you can um, email us on podcast at rama.org or you can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Rama Podcast. And obviously, you can hear the podcast um, wherever you can find podcasts. We're pretty much out there. And why don't you just go ahead and let all your friends and neighbors how how awesome this podcast is and um to give you an update, you know, we've been trying to get our wonderful teacher, Doug Jones, um, on the podcast. And so the other day, he, he was somewhere, and um, well, oh, I was eating. I was eating here at a um, local restaurant, um, can't think, Ron's ham- Hamburger. Eating Ron's Hamburger, and so Doug came over to my table, and I'm like, hey, Doug, when are you going to be on the podcast? He goes, I got to go. And you know, so he <laughs> wouldn't even talk about it. So, you know, the emails aren't working, but, you know, you can. I don't think you guys are emailing him. Yeah, that's probably they're they're not emailing yeah. enough. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what you should ask for Christmas. Yeah. You know, is to have Doug on the podcast. Yeah, was it D Jones at Rayma.org? D Jones. Hey, t- hey, I was uh speaking of all the places you can find us on my TV, uh there I was playing around the other night and there's the iHeartRadio app on yeah. my TV and I found us. Yeah, we are on iHeartRadio. Yeah. And also I did notice um that we're on the Rayma Roku channel. They actually um, they put us We're on back theirs. up, yeah. Raymond Roku. I mean, I don't I don't know if it's the current you know thing, but they had the podcast on there. Cool. So. Okay. So a lot of things are going on. Also, we have with us in the studio our very own human jukebox. <laughs> Call him Juke for short. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Juke. Washington is joining us today. Hello, hello. On the podcast, you know, because we hadn't had any music in a while, you know. So since we don't have music, we we bring Anthony on for any kind of musical enjoyment. Yeah, Craig, Craig won't let me play my spoons. <laughs> play your spoons. Yeah. Pastor Craig, was you a musician? You played what? Percussion? You... The, the drums, you know, yeah, in percussion. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, but I told someone one day, he said, you know, it doesn't really matter. I, I can, you know, I, I know exactly what to play on, on some certain songs and you would have no clue what that song really <laughs> is. <laughs> in fact, your dad told us that you know how to play according to the chart. Like you can look at a chart and play. Yeah. That's what Pastor told us. Yeah. Cool. Well, None of y'all don't know how to do that. Well, that's... <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, because we always had to, you know, read, you know, music. music yeah. And then I played the, well, I call it the bells, but it's more like the xylophone, you know, with the. Yeah. And so obviously I had to read the notes yeah. because, you know, you had the different notes on the chart. That's how I was able to to play those. And nobody else, for whatever reason, wanted to play this because they want to figure out the all the stupid notes. But yeah. anyway, hadn't helped me play the piano. I, I, I can, I can, you know, like hunt and peck on the piano. About like the, about the way some people actually text on their on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, you know it's Thanksgiving. We're having a special Thanksgiving program here, and so, we, you know, we're all here thankful for each other. Yeah, we're thankful for all, all, all our listeners. <laughs> that um, 
watch this. But you know, it just seems that sometimes Thanksgiving is is just another holiday. And you know, I actually said the other day in church, I said, you know, it seems that Thanksgiving just basically starts a Christmas season. Yeah. And we don't really, you know, it's not really about what it's really about because what it should be about is giving thanks to God for everything He's yeah. done for us. And you know, and, and a lot of times it's more about watching football hopefully cowboys win this thanksgiving because they didn't play very good this weekend um <laughs> but anyway um you know watching football or eating pumpkin pie or what what, what do you eat tony on thanksgiving because Pe- pecan pie pecan pie sweet potato pie yeah, sweet potato pie yeah, sweet potato souffle yeah <laughs> and everyone knows that my, my favorite is my mom's chocolate pie um it is pretty good yeah. Pie is good yeah yes but my mom will not be here for Thanksgiving. No. I mean, she'll, she'll be here, but not with not with me. Clear that up. <laughs> yeah, she, she has a past. <laughs> last last time, instead of getting a whole pie from the chocolate, the 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 crust, there was no more crust left. I just got some of the insides. The insides, but yeah. the, the insides are what's really good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I said I'll take what I can get. Yep. Yeah, so yep. I won't be with my I won't get my mom's chocolate pie for Thanksgiving, but for Christmas I will have her chocolate pie. That's always she makes a mean pecan pie too. I'm telling you, I never have eaten it because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm always eating. I get chocolate one pie. every year. Yep. So hopefully this podcast makes you hungry. You know, mm-hmm. but you know, just to, to thinking about Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, I know you should learn this in school, but we might want to actually go over the history of Thanksgiving for some of you who maybe have no clue why we have Thanksgiving. I know we we always understand about the pilgrims and the Indians and mm-hmm. things like that, but um. But we need to realize why the pilgrims came to America. And, you know, it was September of 1620, so a few years ago, um, a small ship called the Mayflower, many of you probably heard about that, left Plymouth, England, carrying 102 passengers. And um, they were seeking a new home where they could freely practice their faith. And so that was the reason that Thanksgiving started. And so really, when you think about thanksgiving it's it's actually the beginning of of the religious history of the united states of america you know because um that's the the earliest you know form i I guess i'm native americans had some kind of religion i guess but i mean really they brought god to the new world and um they came here to america to worship god as they pleased and that i believe that's one of the reasons when the declaration of independence came out that we, we they, that they had God in there because re, the reason we came here was to worship God because back in England you had the only worship according to the Church of England if that's not wasn't, wasn't the way you want to worship God then tough luck right. mm-hmm. um, so so the reason they came to America was to worship God and I believe that's why that we became one nation under God. You know, indivisible. I know it seems like there's a lot of division going on right now, but you know, it's um, in God we should trust because that's what your money says. And you know, but it took 66 days to sail over here to the United States from from England. By the way, so if you want to, I don't know how how long does it take to sail now? A week? Yeah, it probably don't take 66 days. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and so I I didn't know this. Most people don't that they actually the when they first anchored, they anchored in Cape Cod. Right. Um, and then a month later, then they came down to what they they um, established a village called Plymouth. Interesting, they left Plymouth, England, so they established Plymouth, Massachusetts. And so um, that first winter was very, very harsh. And only a few people got off the boat um, to try to maybe make some shelter. The rest of them stayed on the boat. And um, 
half the pilgrims passed away. And so the reason for Thanksgiving was actually to celebrate the harvest. It was their very first harvest. And so there was a celebration to give thanks unto God for bringing them to the new world and for, for you know, helping them. You know, even though they lost half of, their, of the pilgrims, they still thank God. You know, the Bible says in everything that we should give thanks. Yes. You know, in the good times and the bad times. And, you know, interesting part about it is the first Thanksgiving actually lasted three days. So, you know, I'm down for that. You're yeah, down for too. that. That would be like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what that that's leftovers. That's leftovers. Gets, the leftovers get better as the days. But you know, go. it's interesting. You know, you touched on that. Um, I pulled up some old notes uh, here, looking at the same uh, history, and um, uh, there was an Indian in in March when they finally moved the shore away from the boat. Yeah, they were met by an Indian that spoke English. Yeah, and then a few days later, he showed up with who we know as Squanto, and Squanto told him taught him how to plant corn. Yeah, and that's why they invited the Indians right. also celebrate to with them because it it was the Indians who helped them. That's right. You know, or I know t- today we call them Native Americans because we oh, want to yeah. be politically correct, right. but you know, it was Native Americans. And it is interesting, you know how. You know, sometimes we don't realize how things, you know, happen. But, um, you know, this this um, Native American Indian, whatever, he spoke English. Yeah, I, that blows you my mind. I, I mean, it's like, you know, God somehow put him in that situation mm-hmm. yeah. to help these people. Yeah. And, you know, and so it is interesting, you know, how that happened. But, and it says the reason that he... Um, um, well, you know, it says Quanto was a member of the Poxtuxet tribe who had been kidnapped by an English sea captain and sold into slavery before escaping to London. And so, um, obviously, that's why he, mm. he knew English. So, yeah. it, it's, it is interesting, all this stuff. But, you know, when the very first Thanksgiving, um, and it says that there were, very first Thanksgiving, there were 50. So, you think about that. You know, people, I'm sure there were some babies born during this whole time. But 102 left, and only 50 survived a year later. And so 50 pilgrims and 90 um, Native Americans celebrated the first Thanksgiving. And, you know, I really like to, to, to read what they have their very first Thanksgiving because a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, they have the Thanksgiving traditions. And they said there probably were, were turkeys. Um, but, you know, that wasn't the main, the main thing because there was also a waterfowl. You know, I mean, you know, they eat birds, um, you know, and venison, which is deer meat. In yeah. fact, um, I, I heard some story about that. They, someone, someone got, went out there and they caught, they got six deer for the very first thing. I don't know if it's true or not. And then, then you know, everyone's Thanksgiving treat, fish, um, they said actually probably sea bass, they were saying, and lobster. Now, what's interesting part about it is, do you realize that lobster actually used to about not be the delicatessen. I mean, it used to be very cheap for lobster mm-hmm. because they were, especially up in New England area. Yeah. In fact, I heard they used to feed lobsters to the prisoners. Wow. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, hearing a story about early American because lobsters plentiful. were just plentiful, you know. So, so, you know, if you happen to have lobster on your Thanksgiving thing, and you have to realize that these people are from the New England area. Right. You know, so I mean, and they didn't have New England clam chowder, by the way. It was not on them, not not on the list. I, I do like good I New England too. clam chowder. Yeah, boy, some of my favorite. You know, whenever you get up to that area, the yes. country, 
get some good New England clam chowder. But they did have clams. That was part of the meal. So if you want to have a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, you need to make sure that you include waterfowl, venison, fish, lobster, clams, and a bunch of berries. Now, I, I do believe that the reason that we have put the cranberry now, most of the cranberry salad, because berries were one of the things, but it wasn't just cranberries, you know. It was whatever edible berries they could find at the time. Now, you know, and it says, you know, they had fruit, obviously, and pumpkin, but I actually read that they didn't have pump, they didn't use to do pumpkin pie at the time. So, you know, that wasn't, they had to learn that later on. And squash, those were native, those were the very first Thanksgiving. And so, you know, it was a whole lot different. Of course, you know, they ate for three days. So there was plenty of food. <laughs> Notice there was no dressing or stuffing or, or greens or, or, or yeah. Well, macaroni I mean, and cheese. Mac, yeah. <laughs> Th- those were not part of the, of the Thanksgiving dinner. So, um, you know, if you want a traditional Thanksgiving, you're going to have to really, um, you know, change some things. But, you know, I was, um, I told the shirts on Sunday, um, this a number of things and, you know, I'm thankful for, for a lot of things in life. But, um, this past weekend I actually was, had to, um, be a part of a, of a funeral homegoing service for one of our church members. And, Happened to be in the same cemetery where my grandfather was um, is buried. Actually, my grandfather and grandmother, both in, their, in the same, you know, mausoleum, they call it. And so I, I drove up. Um, I'm just looking over the, you know, their gravesite. And I, I don't, I just don't go there very often. I just, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't know. I think it's because it was Thanksgiving. I'm preparing my message or whatever. I just became very thankful. I mean, yeah. you know, thankful you know, not only for what my grandfather imparted into, into me, but, but also what he imparted into this world. Yeah. I mean, how many people, you know, their life has changed because they've got a hold of the message from our ministry, you know. Yeah. And, you know, think about this, you know, just made me like think, flash through his whole life. I mean, through, I mean, he was born premature, wasn't supposed to even live from the time he was born. You know, then, then he was given up to die with a deformed heart and a blood disease, you know, and you know how you know God you know healed him, you know getting a hold of two scriptures basically Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four. He you know he walked off the deathbed. Yeah. And then as you know this thankful that he was faithful. Um, you know all the years that he was here on the earth. I mean you know it's just um, you know it's not always easy. It doesn't mean you know you can be called, but be, be called in, into to fulfill that call is not an easy thing to do. You know I don't know. I just you know it's just it gets emotional a little bit. Just thinking about what he's done, and this is the mark he's left on this whole world. And um, you know, it is interesting too, especially during this COVID time. I've got a hold of a lot of his stuff, and thinking, you know, man, I wish more people would <laughs> would, would read the Believer's Authority and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, we we far, you know, we, we wouldn't be so concerned about some things if we would understand. It's still the number one best-selling book out of this ministry, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and normally, according to you know, all the Christian charts, it, it hovers around the 50th best-selling book, you know, on all the Christian charts every month. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it'll be 49, might be 52 or whatever, but mm-hmm. right around the 50 mark, which is very unusual. Usually when you have a book, um, you know, it'll be very popular for, for a short time. And, and then, rotate off. And then no one ever hears about mm-hmm. it. But the interesting part about it is that the books from our ministry, they tend to, to, you know, we sell copy after copy after copy after copy after copy after copy. And I don't know where we're at now. Last report that I read, um, we had 80-something 80, 80 um, million books in print. 
I mean, you know, that's that's a lot of books. Yeah. I mean, you know, and um, I don't know where we're at now. I do know we're reordering. Don't be stupid. We ran out. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of stupid people out. There. A lot of stupid people out yeah. there. So it's a mandatory vaccination, don't you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> Hopefully. This is one of my favorite books to advertise on the road. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully we get those in pretty soon because I, I think we're, we're down yeah. to like less than 50 copies right now. Wow. And it's Christmas season, so there's a lot of stupid people that need this in their yeah. stocking. So hopefully we get those pretty quick. But, you know, it's, it is interesting, and, and I guess I've just been more thankful. And I think, too, um, you know, myself, like I said, I, um, I traveled with my grandfather well, when I was well, starting at three years of, of age, and, you know, and... Um, until he started school, travel with him full time. Then once school started, we traveled with him summertimes, and, and we well summertimes even spring break. Um, anytime that there was a break from school, we'd book meetings, mm-hmm. and so just kind of like that. Th- then you know my job my my job starting in 1990 was to be his crusade director, and and um you know we ran all his meetings until until he passed, and you know so it was um you know he was he was you know my grandfather, but but everything I learned spiritually was, was from him. And, you know, also he made me a YouTube sensation, um, you know, because <laughs> that's what people tell me all the time. Um, anyway, you know, I'm on YouTube, um, cause right behind him, but I mean, it's just, it's just amazing, you know, um, but you know, when also thinking about my, my parents, I mean, it's just wonderful to still have your parents around because you know so many people have are losing their parents people that are our age tony yeah yeah you know are now losing their parents and so so you know you know just you know just thankful that we still have them around you know and want to you know i know your mother-in-law lives with you now so yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, not sure how that is but 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 the thing about it you you know know, i I joked about that for years that was always kind of a joke i'd throw around you know you you look like your mother-in-law moved in with you <laughs> well, you have what you, you say. Have what you say. <laughs> yeah, but but you know the thing about it as we get older, we need to be you know more, you know more cognizant of that. You know we sure. don't we don't yeah. know how much longer we have to be with these people. And, that's right. You know, and and I think that's one thing that's wrong with this generation, is because we're not thankful for our elders, or and we were trying to cancel history. In fact, you know, right now there there's a group of college students and college professors that are trying to cancel Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because they said, well, that whole thing happened. Well, it's just a myth. You know, we don't even really know exactly what, what went on. But what was not a myth, I mean, if you want to call it a myth or whatever, um, was not a myth is, is that George Washington proclaimed, mm-hmm. you know, made Thanksgiving a holiday. Yeah. Um, or, well, back in 1789 with the proclamation from George Washington at, after a request by Congress. So Congress requested him to, to make it, um, you know, celebrated nationally from 1789 some of the other presidents did not follow that proclamation but then once abraham lincoln came in 1863 um, and he proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our to our heavenly father who dwelleth in the heavens i'm calling american American people also to do so so you know from 19 from 1863 on um then then there was different acts or whatever finally i guess it was president Grant signed into law the Holidays Act that made Thanksgiving a yearly appointed federal holiday in Washington, D.C. So, um, you know, I mean, but Thanksgiving is a thanks, should be Thanksgiving to God. But it is interesting how a lot of times, only time that we give thanks to God is on Thanksgiving. You know, whenever, you know, there's, there's probably some heads of households, 
but usually the man, but I'm not, I'm going to say head of the household system, right. you know, that whenever they pray on Thanksgiving, that's the only time that they probably pray, yeah. you know, the only time that they're really thankful. And then they're probably only halfway thankful for their family that's there, you know, but you know, we should continue to be thankful at all times. What the Bible says, you know, to, to thank him at all times, you know, and it is, it is interesting how in the old Testament, how thankful that they seem to be whenever, I mean, you read it over and over again um, about giving thanks to, to the Lord. And it says, for his mercy endures forever. Yeah. Some translation, some translation, you know, um, talks about his love enduring forever, but um, which is depending on how you, how you translate it. But I was reading from, from Psalms um, 136, and I, I know that we did, uh, you know, a lot of talked about Psalms here quite a bit, but Psalms 136, um, 1 through 9, and the New Living um, um, Translation says this, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. You know, I like it when it says his faithful love endures forever. In the New Testament, it says that nothing or no thing can separate us from, from his love. But, you know, as we begin to read these things, you know, I mean, I mean, it just, it goes, give thanks to the God of gods, you know, the, the big, big G of the little G, because back then, you know, they had all kinds of Roman gods and Greek gods and who knows whatever gods, but you know, there is only one true living God. Yeah. And it says his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of Lords, his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles, his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully, his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters, his faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavenly lights, his faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule by day, his faithful love endures forever. And the moon and stars to rule by night, his faithful love endures forever. And it goes on and on and on and talks about the one who brought us out of Egypt, his faithful love endures forever. You know, um, give, give thanks to him who, who let us who let his people through the wilderness, his faithful love endures forever. I mean, you know, they were in the wilderness for 40 years, but you know what? You know, it goes on and on and on. I mean, you know, good times, bad times. But the main thing is his faithful love endures forever. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. I am the Lord, I God, I, I change us not. I mean, his faithful love still endures forever. And, and I know over the last, you know, year and a half, coming up on two years, it just seems that some of us have a lot of some crummy times or whatever. But you know what? His faithful love endures forever. And it doesn't matter that... Inflation's going crazy. It doesn't matter that the world is going bonko. You know, whatever's happened in this world, God is still God, and God is still in control. And we need to be thankful that we, you know, I feel sorry for the people who don't know God. Right. You know, you know, we 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 that know God, you know, it, it says that it, um, our God shall supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so, you know. It says he'll supply all our needs, no matter how big or how small they might be. And so if we need more, he'll supply more. You know, it says exceedingly abundantly, more than we can ask or think that he'll supply. You know, and our God is a faithful God. And we need to understand that. And I think, you know, not just on Thanksgiving, but every day. And we need to be thankful um, for everything that he has provided. And, um, you know, also, you know, well, First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen says, "Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances." It doesn't say just be thankful whenever yeah. you know everything's Every going good. 
It says all circumstances. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. You know, I know watching my grandfather, and, and I, do, I don't know how many times I've been in the car with him because, you know, being his crusade director, we went in the car a lot. And um, I would be sitting there, and, and, you know, no one's, a lot of times in the car, no one's talking. I mean, we're just all sitting there being quiet. The radio's not even on. We're just, I don't know, being silent. Especially, bef- you know, before service, you know, a lot of times, you know, you just don't want to, start a funny conversation or whatever now mm. i'm a little bit different you you can you can talk all this all the stuff you want to you know but you know i didn't want to bother him he's getting ready to go minister you know or but even driving down the road even when he's not ministering you know he would just just say thank you jesus i don't know how many times i've heard him say the word thank you jesus your, your daddy does the same thing when i ride with him i've noticed yeah and, yeah yeah i'd be sitting there and he'd be silent and you all of a sudden you know it's it's pretty frequent yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I do the same thing, yeah. um, you know, because I learned it from from my grandfather. I'm, mm-hmm. sure, I'm sure my dad learned it as well. You know, um, and the thing about it is, you know, that's giving thanks at all times, you know, in all seasons. No, there are some times when you're saying thank you, Jesus, when when it, it doesn't look really, really fun or really well. But it doesn't matter. You know, we should we should be happy all the time well the problem with that is in our culture today especially in america is we're entitled and an entitled person an entitled heart is not a thankful heart it's an it's impossible to be entitled and be thankful yeah you know on that note (laughs) that's a good time to segue into a song yeah yeah the because you're talking about entitled heart or grateful heart and when you think about that you know we think about I mean, a song of thanksgiving. So sing that. Give thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his son. And now let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. We give thanks. Yeah, give thanks. Amen. You know, Ephesians 5.20 says this, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we need to always give thanks, not just sometimes, but all the time. You know, like you're saying, with with a grateful heart, with a a pure heart, you know, Mm -hmm. because there are some times that when people will say thank you, but they don't really mean thank you. They're kind of doing it facetiously or or whatever. You know, I know even growing up, I mean, I have, I have, three boys and myself, I have four stepchildren as well, so seven all together, but, but my, my three boys, um, it is interesting, you know, now the rest of them have got a little better, but Blake, um, my, my middle son, he seemed to be the one that's the most, brought me the most issues, I guess, in, in, in life or whatever, but even from a young age, I mean, you know, I don't know how many times you do something for him, and he always said, thank you, Dad, I mean, he always would, he always would thank me, now, you know, the other boys, as they got older, finally started, started you know, doing it. But, you know, when they're younger, sometimes I'm like, man, you know, I do something. They didn't even say thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blake would always say thank you. 
You know, maybe he did that because he knew that he was always the one getting in trouble anyway. So he was, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, we should, you know, thank God, you know, more often. Yeah. I know, Anthony, your, your story is a little bit different. Um, you know, your grandmother raised you, correct? Yep. I mean, you know, so, I mean, obviously you're thankful. You know. I am thankful. I'm thankful for my grandmother because, you know, sometimes you can, I mean, everybody's been through things in life and, you know, you can choose to look at and think about all the negative things or you can make a choice to choose mm-hmm. to be thankful for the things that God has done. I thank God my grandmother raised me in church. You know, she uh, provided a loving, caring home for us. You know, we never was hungry, never went without. And so I'm I'm really grateful for that. I'm, I'm grateful for her and her life. And because of her, I know Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's that process you just went through. That's what it takes. Yeah. It's the process of remembrance, yeah. you know, to, to and I think that's what's so important about our holidays and they're not just days off they're supposed to be holy days and they keep us in a rhythm they make us pause and if we'll observe them properly we pause and we go through that process of remembering and we're thankful you know i'm thinking about you know the the children of israel god gave them those feast days so they could remember yeah and i was looking in exodus chapter 12 and it's uh, uh verse um uh, I lost my verse number, verse 12, 14, somewhere in there, talking about the Passover when he instituted. So this day shall be to you a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generation. Yeah. And I've thought about, you know, God gave Israel the Passover. He gave the New Testament church the communion table, and we're to remember, well, you know, as often as you do this, yeah. remember. Yeah. And he gave us, as in America, in the Christian church, yeah. uh, hello, well. <laughs> Christian nation, he gave us Thanksgiving. It's all tied together. Yeah. It's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. And if we'll observe it properly, it keeps us in that rhythm. It's like a little vaccination, mm-hmm. annual vaccination, well. you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, since that's so popular, you know, it's a booster shot you get every year mm-hmm. to keep you in a posture, keep your heart postured correctly to kind of kill entitlement. Remember what God's done, and, and it's, it's also, and it's like these pilgrims, they were thankful for what God had done for them, but I think they were looking forward, celebrating also in faith of what God was yet to do, yeah. looking yeah. forward into the new year, yeah. the new new, new land, yeah. new, new world, and we can do the same thing yeah. if, if, if we will put ourselves in that, in that place. Yeah, I mean, I think you're exactly right. They were they were thankful for what was going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily, mm-hmm. you know, what had happened because you know a lot of bad things that had happened. A lot yeah. of them, you know, and, and I know that because some people have made excuses here, you know, because of this COVID season, a lot of people said, "Well, I lost my loved one," or, or this yeah. or that. Well, they lost a lot of their loved ones too. Yeah. Right. But you know what? They still were thankful. Um, you know, and we have to be thankful. No matter what. Now, some people obviously they're, they're trying to blame God or, or whatever, but but you know what? You know, God's not the one who kills us. Right. We know who kills, steal, and destroys, according to John 10 10. The thief mm-hmm. comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And you know, um, the thing about it is we should be thankful. Like, like I said, I, I read this the other day on, on Facebook, by the way. It, it says, you know, thank God that, that we serve a God who knows our future better than you know your past Mm -hmm. you know our god knows our future and and he's there leading us and guiding us and helping us 
throughout the way. And, and I believe now another one of the canceled Thanksgiving things, what they were saying was, well, the pilgrims, they actually had many times of Thanksgiving. And so, and so, but since, since they didn't just have this one big Thanksgiving, they, they had many times and seasons where they gave thanks to God and had other feasts that why should we just celebrate, why should we celebrate one? So I guess we could throw that back on, well, we should have Thanksgiving four times a year, you know, yeah, every quarter yeah. or something like that. You know, it is interesting when, how it says that they had many times of Thanksgiving, um, just because they were thankful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we should have many times of Thanksgiving, too. It, it should be something we should do. Now, it doesn't mean that we need to have a feast for three days and, and, and eat, you know, whatever, but we should continue to be thankful to God for what he's done for us. Yeah. However, I am a proponent of prayer and feasting. <laughs> prayer, prayer and feasting. <laughs> you know, but um, like it says in Philippians 4, it says, Philippians 4, 4 says, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Here's one, I'll get to verse 6. This is New Living Translation here. It says, don't worry about anything. Mm. Instead, about pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Now, so basically it tells us, you know, we shouldn't worry about anything. We should pray about everything. But when you're praying, what you should do is, you know, tell him what you need and then thank him for what he's done, mm -hmm. you know, or thank him for all that he's done, the Bible says. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, one of the things that we need to do is be more thankful for yeah. everything that's been done, you know, and, and that, that's one reason that I, I like to I like to have testimony meetings. Yeah, yeah. I, I like mm -hmm. to hear what God has done because you know what we have too many times where maybe we don't have meetings, but we you know, uh, daily on Facebook or wherever you are, you know, people talking about all the needs they have and all the stuff we have. But man, it, it's awesome to hear what God has done. Yeah, you know, and and I think we should be more mindful. That you know that our God will do it again. I mean, oh, it's a song too. You'll but, do uh, it again. <laughs> yeah, but um, I know I'm not one could ask you to sing that one because, <laughs> but um, you know that what, I think a lot of times if we'll remember what He's done for us before, then it's a whole lot easier for us to think, well, He'll he, you know He'll meet this need too. Right. You know, I know people say, well, this is a bigger need. Doesn't matter how what's bigger or smaller or whatever. I mean. I mean, ultimately, it's it's pretty small in the in the grand scheme of things. You know, you talk about some of the miracles that, that have taken place. I mean, you know, I mean, your your thousand dollars that you need for whatever bill you have is pretty small compared to some of the things that, that God has done for for many people. I yeah. mean, you know, well, you go through that exercise that, and you 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 count him faithful, and you gain strength. Yeah, and it puts you in a posture of not only being thankful. Um, but put you in a posture of faith. Yeah. But you know what is interesting? After you thank him for what all he's done, in verse 7 of Philippians 4, it says, Then you experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, it says you're going to experience peace right after you pray and thank God. Yeah. It doesn't say you're going to experience peace once your need gets met. And I think, you know, a lot of people are waiting for their need to get met so they can experience peace. When God says you should experience peace in the middle of your storm. I mean, that's what the Bible says. It says, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Mm -hmm. Tell him what you need. Thank him for what he's done. And then you're going to experience peace you cannot even understand. Yeah. And, you know, so maybe if you're sitting here this Thanksgiving season, um, you know, and there's a lot of uncertainty, maybe financially, maybe physically or whatever then you shouldn't worry about anything 
but you should pray about everything the Bible says. You know, so how do you pray about it? Ask him what, you know, tell him what you need. What do you need? Do you, do you need finances? Do you need, you know, physical healing? You know, it is interesting here. Um, here recently, it just seems that I've been getting a flood of emails um, telling me about this healing, that healing. A lot of them taking place just praying for the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm talking about, you know, stretch your hand off to the camera. You know, and I mean... Um, I got, I've got, I don't know how many from, I was on the, um, victory network and, you know, just simply said a prayer and, you know, had a word of knowledge about it back and some other things. And, and, you know, I'm sure they've got a lot of emails. I know because it seems some came in that day, but then some of them have sent me emails. Oh. Then another one, I was just on our television broadcast the other day, prayed for healing. And I mean, you know, one, one situation I can't, um, this lady had a, some kind of, of a, of a growth that was in their, I know it kind of sounds in the nostril area and the nose area. And as soon as, as soon as I prayed, they released their faith and they said it shrank quite a bit. Wow. And they were, they were just happy. It shrank some. And so, but you know, she kept her faith going. She woke up the next morning. It was completely gone. Wow. Praise the Lord. You know, I mean, you know, so it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter. You know, some people think, well, well, they have to touch me. Well, you know, it is great to lay hands on people, but, but sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter where you are, um, you know, we can still believe God. In fact, right now, if you're going through any kind of situation, I'm, I don't care if it's financial, physical, emotional, spirit, whatever it might be, Father God, we just thank I you right now. There's, there's many people out there during this holiday season, and, and maybe they're having emotional needs because their loved ones are not there. Maybe they have some physical needs because they're, they're not feeling well. Or maybe financial, you know, with the with the economy and things like that. Father God, we just thank you right now as they're releasing their faith right now. We just thank you that you are touching their bodies, you're touching their minds, you're touching their heart, you're touching their finances, Father. We just thank you, Father, for ministering to them, for meeting their needs. We thank you for the anointing of God that's right now flowing through these airwaves, touching and meeting their needs. And we just give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In the name of Jesus, Jesus. we pray. Amen. Amen. You can send us an email, or the easiest way is testimony at rhema.org. If you'll just email testimony at rhema.org, tell us, you know, let them know that we're listening to the podcast and we prayed for you. Or you can send us an email, podcast at rhema.org as well. But, you know, either way. In fact, speaking of rhema.org, you know, one thing we haven't mentioned is 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 Rama Bible Training College, yeah. our Bible school right here? You know, I mean, we're training men and women around the world to go around the world to preach and teach you know, the, the message of faith. And so maybe you're out there, and you're saying, Craig, I'd like to learn a little more about the Bible, or maybe you feel I'm called to the ministry. I tell you what, you should check out Rama Bible Training College, rbtc.org, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there. Um, you can give us your email, give us your phone number. We'll have one of our representatives give you a call, talk to you about Rhema. We are the most affordable Bible school in the country, we, we found out. And I tell you, it's, it's a wonderful place, and, I, and we're doing great things. In fact, um, um, by the end of December, after we, 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 you know, some schools graduate different than other schools. We, I know our, churches, our, our schools in, in Brazil, they're, they're having their graduations at the time. By the end of December, we'll have over 100,000 Rhema graduates around the world. And it's so wonderful. Something else is so wonderful coming up, um, well, right now, because this, this, this is dropping on Thanksgiving. And so we have turned on the Christmas lights yep. here at Rhema Bible Training College. And I tell you what, we, awesome. we have 3 million Christmas lights this year. 
I believe it's our 40th um, um, anniversary, and I, it's it's just awesome what what God is doing. And um, if you can possibly make it here to to Broken Arrow, Broken Arrow is a suburb of, of, of Tulsa. Um, you should come and check out the Christmas lights. If for some reason you can't make it um, to to Tulsa Broken Arrow area, if you just go to your computer and type in Rama Christmas lights. Somebody else has gone here and taken, <laughs> taken videos some video or, something. Or, or whatever. It's you know all over YouTube. We even have our own website. It has a few things, but Facebook our, page, Facebook too. page, yeah. yeah. So. But I mean, if you'll just, um, I tell you what, if, if if you live close enough, it, you know, you should you should come, you know, make it a day trip or something well, like and, that. And those lights or, are for or, one, or, or night trip, I guess. Not yeah, a night trip. <laughs> yeah, those lights are for one purpose. They de- they declare to Broken Arrow and all of Oklahoma. That Jesus is the light of the world. That's right. You know, some people say, well, how can we spend so much, you know, money, you know, putting up Christmas lights? Can't you do this? Can't you do that? You know what? But we're celebrating the, the light of the world yeah. that Jesus came, Jesus died, and Jesus is coming again. Yes. And, and I tell you, you know, there's nothing like seeing, especially seeing kids coming, yeah. you know, and, and um, taking, you know, seeing, checking out the lights. And it's a wonderful time. And so if you can come any point in time, to Rainbow Bible Training College, Rainbow Bible Church. Um, we have services on, on Sunday morning, um, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. In fact, um, you know, you can come and you know come for the Christmas lights and stay for church as well. It's always a wonderful time. Yes. Amen. Anything else you guys want to say about Thanksgiving? I just want to add to what you were talking to. Um, I think one of the um, uh, interesting things that I think really gets us sometimes as believers is that we forget and I think about the children of Israel and how they had seen God do so many great things mm-hmm. and they forgot the same God that opened up the Red Sea and caused them to walk on dry land is the same God. And they like, look, you done brought us out here to, to kill us. We hungry. Yeah. But they forgot that the same God that did mm-hmm. that was the same God that was able well, but, you know, to do, they're hungry. I mean, God, yeah, God yeah. provided food. He provided for food for them. So it's just like, I mean, you know, you realize we're talking about the, the pilgrims and the Indians. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they had to go out and hunt for their food. Right, right. I mean, you know, I mean, those deer and those fish didn't come. Yeah. To, right. to, they just didn't come, you know. Yeah, Squanto the, didn't bring them food. Right. He taught them how to, <laughs> right. how to get it. Yeah. Right. I you mean, know. you know, they had to plant the harvest, but obviously the children of Israel, they were on the move. Yeah. And Jesus, or God, you know, every day brought down manna, manna from, from, heaven. from heaven. And then they got about eating the same thing right. every, every day. <laughs> You know. And then he told them, don't save it. Well, you know? that's, that's that entitlement thing yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. It yeah. is impossible to be entitled and be thankful. Yes. And, that, and there again, the rhythm of, of, of putting yourself in the place, uh, that's why God gave them these feast yeah. days, to, to you put yourself in that rhythm to remember because you forget. Yep, you forget. Yeah. I was thinking about Psalms uh, 103. It says, let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives my sins and he heals all my diseases. He redeems my life from death and crowns me with love and tender mercy. He fills my life with good things and my youth is renewed like the eagle. So I just want to encourage you guys to don't forget to just live in an attitude of forget not as Pastor Book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, that's something else is we need to be more thankful. I yeah. said my dad has a CD series called Thanksgiving to Continuous Flow. Oh, yeah. You know, we need to continue to be thanks, you know, thankful for God. And, and, you know, and sometimes 
when I like to thank Jesus or thank God is, is, is when things aren't going good. Right. You know, I mean, you know, there's, you know, you get bad news and the first thing out of my mouth is you say, praise God. Right. Right. You know, thank you, Father. You know, because I know that my God shall supply. Yes. You know, and that's, um, that's sometimes, you know, when you're like, man, I got this bill, I got that bill, I got, you know, you know, all, all these things, but, but we, we have this God, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and I think that we should be thankful for the, not only having God, but having the knowledge and the authority yeah. that's been given, you know, to us. And, um, you know, we, we should be more thankful. Yes. I'm thankful for Rama as well. I was actually thinking about this, uh, the song that you wrote, Pastor Craig. <laughs> Raymond uh, taught me what I need to know. <laughs> Raymond taught me what I needed to know, you know, thinking about everything that's going on in our world. And I was telling somebody this other day, I said, you know, nobody got up and prophesied and said, I see a great disease coming upon the land. But I'm thankful that Rayma taught me what I needed to know so that when storms come, because they will, and situations come, we can stand on God's word and know that no matter what, Pastor Craig, you've been saying it for like the last two years, that this is your best you yet and I was thinking about that today and I'm like man when I look back these have been my this has been my best year I just bought a house and so God has just been really he's been really really good so yeah like I said you know I said it's gonna be my best year ever before COVID hit before COVID yep and during COVID and after COVID yep Mm -hmm. you never changed your confession no (laughs) and and that's the thing sometimes what that's that's a great thing what happens is because of circumstances we start changing our confession Well, you know, it's okay if it's a halfway good year, you know, if I just survived the year, you know, but it's not about surviving. Right. It's, it's, it's about moving forward. And, and I mean, I can't wait till 2022 and, and Laura's been talking to me a little bit. I'm not going to bring it out yet until, you know, till, till the, the time. Um, but, you know, already preparing for my 2022 state of the state, state of the, of the year. year. <laughs> State of the year address that people are looking forward to now. So yeah. after the last two years, so yeah. but, I, but I will say it's been been the best two years of my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. Now has everything been wonderful these last two years? No, you know. But but I'm telling you, I mean, it's it, it's been an awesome awesome thing to to see God's faithfulness. You know, and um, you know, and my ask is going to be even bigger this next year. Yeah. Um, because um, I'm I'm excited what God, you know, just like I said, the the thing the Pilgrims were excited about what God was going to do, right. not just what God has done, right. you know, but and so I'm excited about what God is doing, you know, through through my life and yes. through, through the ministry here at Rama and, you know, and through our through our students and our teachers and, and stuff. I mean, you know, I, I think that's one of the great things about being a teacher here at Rama is we know that we're in, imparting, you know, you know, the word and right. in, in, in our spirit in, into all, all these wonderful men and women, you know. I'm not going to say boys and girls because some, some of them are a little, bit, a little bit older. They're not 18, you know, but, you know, it's just so awesome to make a difference in yeah. people's lives. Amen. Amen. So once again, you know, Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, check us out. Um, maybe you know, said you might want to attend. Or maybe you're like, well, I don't want to go to Bible school, but you might know somebody who might want to go to Bible school. You know, if it's to have Thanksgiving, you know, m- maybe you're, your son, your grandson, your granddaughter, your grand, you know, you know, great granddaughter, or, or whatever, your your uncle, your aunt, one, because it doesn't matter whether you're 18 or 83. Yeah. Raymond Bible Training Center, or Raymond Bible Training College now, is a great place to come learn more about the Word, or you know, come train for the ministry if you feel called to ministry, or just come to Oklahoma. I mean, 
Oklahoma's a free place, free state. We're, we're red, yeah. and um, people are moving here like crazy, um, you know, and so, you know, we got, we got a good governor, good politicians. Yes. Some of them are. Um, anyway, we're, we're working on the rest of them. Um, but, you know, just a great place to live. RBTC.org. If you'll just go there, give us your information, and we'll, we'll have one of our representatives give you a call. Amen. Well, uh, hopefully each and every one of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and hopefully Thanksgiving doesn't become just a one-day holiday or a two-day holiday or a three-day holiday, but Thanksgiving becomes a continuous thing that you do every day of your life. Well, here at Rama, we're bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. world.